episode one fifty three. Here we are, Young Buckets Esquire, <laughs> beside himself, <laughs> beside himself early, early. Little baby's gonna play us in just a little snippet, just to kind of set the uh, the ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance. Just a snippet. Just a little snippet. Uh, crack the caffeine so we know it's official. I've been I've been needing this for several Boom. hours. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been you've been uh, clamoring to record this podcast. Well, it's really I'm not actually clamoring to record the podcast. I need the caffeine. You need the caffeine, and, and you couldn't get that until we started. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Take a sip. I'll do my little spiel. Okay. Go ahead. Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you enjoy the podcast, you want to support what we're doing. Um, exclusive, uncivilized releases. Uh, lots of cool shit going on over on the Patreon page. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's rocking with us. Uh, I guess I should probably do some greetings and salutations, something yep. that we like to do here on the podcast. Uh, quick shout outs to the new Wolf Packians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will put a link in the show notes of this episode. You can click that link, check out what we got going on over there, and uh, we'd love to have you sign up and, uh, you know, get down with the pack. First up, and I'll run through these pretty quick. Yeah. Matt Kelly. Welcome aboard. That sounds like a baseball player. I Matt, was just, just saying that's a three-point specialist. Really? I'm going to go third baseman on that one. I'm going to go three and D guy. You're going three and D. Matt Kelly? Nah, Matt Kelly. He can't You're play the, defense. Okay. I think he's hitting bombs, and I think he's got a good arm. Okay. Going to leave it at that. Uh, Chris Arzega. Yeah. Chris Arzega. I'm going to say he might be more of a 3 and D guy. I'm going to say he's more of a shortstop. More of a shortstop. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like you're profiling a little bit there. You see a Spanish name, and you're throwing him at shortstop. I I think I'm going 3 and D. Okay. Going 3 and D. So basically overruling, overriding everything that you got going on. Uh, DJ Jesse B., the homie. Long-time friend. Go, DJ. Uh, that's my DJ. DJ. Yeah. Yes. Uh, appreciate, pr- 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 appreciate you. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, Tyler Birdshaw. Yeah. Not to be confused with Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. But could be a quarterback. Could be. Just saying. We had the NFL draft. I, you know, fantasy football is getting ready to start back up. I'm yeah. in my bag. Yeah, you're in full, almost unbearable mode. No, I wouldn't say that. I would say I ask you a question. I'm you locked in, laser no, focus. Yeah, laser focus on fantasy. I ask you a question, you don't answer for three minutes. Then you're like, "What was that?" Had a couple rookie drafts going on, man. <laughs> we got the NBA. We it's 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 a lot of the sports world. It's a good time for the sports world. Here, here's what I'm gonna say. Here's my here's my hot take. Okay. The NFL regular season much much better than the NBA regular season. Yep. The NBA playoffs, 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 much better than the NFL playoffs. I agree. Just saying, the the NBA playoffs are pretty much my favorite thing in sports. I love uh, the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. March Madness. Favorite hoodie right yeah, now. Yeah, visuals, visuals. You know, uncivilizedstore.com. This isn't available right now, but we got other cool shit on the site. Love March Madness. Love me some March Madness. Yeah. Love a good fight, you know, a good UFC fight, a good boxing fight. There's, I feel like, much less good boxing fights, but yeah. Yeah, agreed. 
But the NBA playoffs, better than everything. I agree. We got, we won't go crazy, but we got the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies threw Dylan Brooks under the bus, said under no circumstances do they want him back on the team. Yeah, a little foul, but also I think that there is probably some underlying stuff there that the public's not aware of. You're, you're, I think you might be yelling a little bit. but No, I'm not yelling. My, my levels, levels are great. Are good? Yeah. But I think that, you know, as just a casual, not a casual, I'm a avid fan of the NBA, but as a fan, I, you don't know what's happening in front offices, yeah. in locker rooms. They could have handled a little bit more classy, but, you know, I'm on wax. I, I don't like Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I, I think his... I do think his behavior was corny, the whole LeBron is old stuff. And the, to me, it came off as like a little too try hard with like trying to. He pokes bears. Yeah, trying to be like that villain. Like he almost, even when he would show up to the games and he's walking in the tunnel, he's got on like a vest with no undershirt. Well, no, you know, he was trying to do a Stone Cold Steve Austin and he's like, break the internet. Yeah, no, but I mean, he did that a bunch. It wasn't just one time. Like he did that a bunch where he was coming in with like vests and different like crazy outfits, like where he was really leaning into the villain thing. You know, Met Gala maybe next year for Dylan Brooks. It's possible. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. I got but, some thoughts. So I do think that his antics were a little bit corny, but that said, I didn't like the way the Grizzlies handled it at all because they almost like put the it, – it at least comes off like they're putting the whole blame on him when in actuality they got other stuff going on in the organization and they should probably look in the mirror a little bit as to what they got going on there as opposed to just trying to put the whole thing on Dylan Brooks. That's the way, that's the optics of it anyway. The Lakers beat them. Yep. Now the Lakers are, the Warriors beat the Kings yep. in a pretty legendary Game 7, one of Steph Curry's best performances, dropped a 50 ball. Yeah. 51 highest to be exact. Scoring, highest scoring Game 7 ever. Past Kevin Durant. Um, the dude was absolutely cooking. He was in Chef Curry mode. Yeah. Lakers got Game 1. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens in game two as we sit here recording this. As we speak, um, that game has not transpired yet. Yeah. So the Sixers beat the Celtics in game one. Sixers without Joel Embiid uh, beat the Celtics. The Knicks are 1-1 with the Heat, but we barely beat them. I say we. You act like I'm on the Knicks. Yeah. New York City, you know. It's a there's a there's a bond that can't a be million broken. Dollars. So barely beat him without Jimmy. I don't I don't think we barely beat him. I think we did more than barely beat him. We won by five. Po- I mean that was that was as about as barely as it gets. No, but it, we we were up and you know Duncan Robinson comes in hits a three et cetera et cetera. I would say that definitely falls under the category of barely won that game. I mean no, I don't think barely. What? I'm not going to use the word barely. What, I mean, I mean, what was what was the score? I mean, you're saying it was five points. That's fine. I'm just saying I watched the game, and to me, it wasn't barely. You, you wouldn't describe it as like, damn, they barely got that one. Mm, I would say it was a close game, and we won. That's that's an interesting take. Um, let's see here. So it was a six point game. Uh, final score. Oh, yeah. also, we you, we got a new podcast ensemble. While I'm waiting for this to load, but. I do not think the Wi-Fi in here is not hitting like it needs to. Um, it's blocked. There's yeah, so I, much sound barrier that we actually have you, blocked the Wi-Fi you out. You won't be able to tell. You won't be able to tell visuals over on the Patreon page, and you still won't be able to tell that we are actually in a shipping container. We are. We tricked the whole thing out. Uh, sound boards, 
insulated, soundproof walls. The floor is treated. The ceiling is treated. The whole deal. We're raised off the floor so no vibrations from outside are going to enter. Yes, a very dry environment, as the audio heads would say. Shout-outs to Big Dog Sven Dog, uh, the illest engineer in the game. He's still on the ones and twos. And... uh, but people with the visuals will be able to see that it looks different. It looks different. It's, it, it is a the, – the feng shui is just a tad bit upgraded. I like it. I mean I love it. I mean I think it's great. So with 22 seconds left, it was a three-point game and – I mean, I watched the game. I remember the game. Well, but I, I, I asked you a few things, and I, I didn't feel like you really had a grasp on it. So No, no, with, I got a so full with, grasp on it. I'm so just with, saying— with I, 22 seconds left and up by three, you, you don't feel like that constitutes like no, because, a right. really, really, really close win? No, it was a close win, but I don't think barely is the right word. That's all I'm saying. I'm getting into the semantics of the word barely, and I don't agree what, with what, it. So what would be— what I would think be, it was a close game, and we won. That's what, how I would describe it. What would be barely? One-point victory. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, this guy's crazy, folks. This guy's very crazy. We barely squeaked by that one. Um, <laughs> I don't <decide> it. <laughs> very strange take. Um, the Nuggets are mopping the floor with the Suns. Uh, they're up 2-0. Okay. Buckets, is, you're a big semantics guy. No, I'm not. They've beat the dog shit out of them twice. <laughs> no, I mean. La- so it threw two games. I'm no, not saying. Last game, they won by 10 points. Beat the dog shit out of them all game. Like I'm, you want to talk about barely? I'm just talking about ten points. So you, you're, six points is barely, but ten points is an ass beating. Ten points. It, it, it's it's less about the final score and more about the the final of the game. You're a basketball player. You know this. You can absolutely be dominating a team and end up winning by twelve. It can be a neck and neck. Back and forth all game, which is 100% what that Knicks and Heat game, Heat game was. Throw an S on the end. Yeah, you got to make a plural. Miami Heats. Yeah. And, uh, well, they know magic. Yeah, yeah. And okay. you can end up winning by double digits. Dude, okay, I'm aware of all those things. Thank you for telling me them. We're off to a bad start. <laughs> the We're off is, to a very bad I think start. I'm doing really good. No, no, you're doing terrible. <laughs> I um, think I'm doing awesome. <laughs> w- would you say that the Lakers barely beat the Warriors? Yes. Right. Same margin as the Knicks Heat game. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I felt it was different. The vibe that I got, the underlying theme of that Who's game. Gonna, he, here's my <laughs> take. I think the Heat are going to win overall. Here, that hurts me. Here, here's my take. My take is, yeah, Jimmy Butler was doing like an evil villain, but like a real evil villain, not like a fake evil villain. Not like a Dylan not, Brooks. Not the Dylan Brooks. This was the Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Where he was like waving to a New York Knicks fan in the garden and he was like clapping and like nodding his head like a psycho. So I'm definitely scared of him in Miami. He was wearing almost like a suede, uh, like buckskin uh, tank top. I think he had Birkenstocks on. He definitely had good on him. He definitely had like a sleeveless vest thing going on. I think it was zipped up. I don't think. I think it was a uh, like a tank top. Oh, that, that's what it was. It was a tank top. Yeah, yeah. He definitely had the guns out. Suns out. Guns out. Who is go- here's here's my take. This this is my takeaway at this point in the playoffs. Okay. Whoever wins. The Lakers Warriors series is going to win the championship. Okay, that's my take. You know, I said on the podcast maybe a month ago, I forget when it was. We were talking about the Suns and the Nuggets and how they were probably the favorites, and the Bucks and the Celtics, how they were probably the favorites. But one of the things, and you were saying that you were on the Lakers, mm-hmm. you've you've never wavered with your bronze support, never. But one of the things that I said was 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors did it because they won it last year. I've definitely been like they just terrify me. They're very good. Steph and Clay on the same team feels like cheating. Every time Steph shoots the ball, I think it's going in. Yeah. Steph, I mean uh, Clay too for that matter. So as we sit here, what's your prediction? Lakers. Lakers over who? The Celtics. Damn. All right. I'll take I would I would love to see Braun get another one. We're we're witnessing greatness right now. Yeah. Steph and Braun. Uh, I hate that people feel like you got to pick one. And yeah, then, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, that's just kind of the sports culture. Uh, I, I think both of them are absolutely incredible. I love the fact that I get to watch them. I'm, I'll take Warriors. I think they got a little bit more firepower. I think they shoot it better. And I'll take Warriors in seven. And then in the finals, I will take Warriors over Celtics. Okay, again, Re- rematch. Repeat of last so year, I, and I think they do it again. I think if the Lakers don't make it, the Nuggets make it. Yeah, the, the I Nuggets. think the Nuggets are better than the Warriors. Jokic. Embiid got MVP. Yeah, good for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, now he's a little bit banged up. So, And that's one of the things that happens, man. You know, when you make a crazy MVP push where you're really trying to, like, you know. Lock it in, yeah. It's already an 82-game season. You know, you spend the last 10, 15 games really trying to get that MVP push, sometimes it can hurt you in the playoffs. We saw it with the when the Warriors broke the regular season record yeah. for wins, the playoffs that year, they kind of they did a little bit run out of steam. Okay, so uh that's the basketball happenings right now. Yep. Joel Embiid's back though for game two. Joel Embiid's back. There you go. Uh buckets there's a Woj bomb and there's the buckets bomb. There you go. You heard it here first. What did you hear? What's my bomb? Joel Embiid's going to play. Oh, okay. I was going to say. He's going to play. The Buckets bomb is that I don't think we barely won. Yes. Neck and neck. Three-point game with 20 seconds left. No, but it was a six-second. It was a six-point game with 23 seconds left. Right. But Duncan Robinson hit a three. Right. And that's what happens. And so then it's a one-possession game. Uh, True. I mean, mean, it's it's an interesting way to look at it. The Stars were out, baby. The Stars were definitely out. Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers looks like a new person. He looks like— He's a, reinvigorated. He came out of that uh, black hole. I mean, he, he was like Nick Cage from Con Air last season, but, like, worse. Like well, he his, was like, like, a, But he was a bad guy. So yeah, like looked, his, it was like his, like, evil twin brother or yeah, something. Yeah. And now he's just like the all-American, like, Wrangler guy. Yeah. He looks younger. He looks rejuvenated. He looks— uh, I mean, he did the darkness retreat. So, you know, that that maybe did some good for him. Nah, he didn't look good when he came out of the darkness retreat. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He didn't look good. He hasn't looked good until he touched down in New York City. You're the, saying it's good I, for him, the I'm, energy. I'm, I'm saying it's the big apple. You're saying uh, he got a million dollars. I'm saying he got a million dollars. You're saying he got a bacon, egg, and cheese? Nah, that's <laughs> freaking a day. So you're, <laughs> you're saying he went to the bodega. You're saying he's born in the bodega and they raised him like Mowgli. Now. No, no, that's not a, at all what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. I think that's a phone bomb. A phone bomb, phone bomb, woge bomb. Just picture Aaron Rodgers. Here he is. He comes out of the retreat. Boom. Dies, yep. dies his hair. Gets a good cut. Is he next to De Niro? That's the question. Since I made it here, I can make... 
No, he's ne- he's even better. He's next to Sauce Gardner. No, but I'm saying, obviously, but I'm saying, is his home going to be in New York City or is it going to be in Teaneck, New Jersey, next to Tony Soprano? Um, Tony Soprano didn't live in Teaneck. He lived in, I want to say, West Caldwell. Oh, okay, I mean, that's semantics. Okay, here we go. Okay. That's not semantics. I don't think you know what semantics mean. <laughs> you argue semantics, and, and I actually don't think you know what it means. You, <laughs> I'm saying it's minor details. You're struggling right now. No, 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 I'm not struggling. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not struggling. You're struggling. You're like two for 12 from the field no, right no, no, now. No, 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 I'm 12 for 12. <laughs> I'm perfect from the field, baby. Um, what I'm saying is semantics is actually just minor details. It's all into that repertoire. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> it makes sense to me. No, in fact, it makes uh, n- not even an iota <laughs> of scent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is he going to live in northern New Jersey? Close to East Rutherford. I'm going to say, where is he going to live? So, uh, is he going to, you know... Is, I, he, is he going to experience the city I think life? He's, I, know, I think he's going to live in Jersey. I mean, obviously, the Jets and the Giants, they both play in Jersey. No, I New know. New York teams, but they play in Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to say he lives... He's going to live somewhere out in Jersey. But I'm going to say it would be very big willy of him. 20-mile radius. What, if he had, like, a penthouse in Tribeca? Yeah, and he flew a helicopter to the stadium. Because he yeah. can do that. I mean, he could definitely do that. I don't know how rich you have to be to, like, you know, be taking the copter to work, but that's kind of gangster. I would love to do it. Nah, I wouldn't like to do it. We could land it. I could land it right in the back. You could land it yourself, or you could get a pilot to land it? No, no. Obviously, there's space, which is nice. There's space to land it. But you're saying you would... (laughs) I would drive the copter? Yeah, I would go full Arnold. You shot the clerk. I, I shot the clerk? I shot the clerk. Generics. Okay, yeah. yeah. Damn. In the movie. Okay, he got good. himself in a bind, calls his cousin Vinny. He comes in with a leather jacket. Yeah. He's got mud in his tires. Yeah, okay. Boom. The two what? <laughs> the two Utes. Yeah. You got mud in your tires. <laughs> How can you be so sure? All right. Okay, good. Um, That's a, enough sports. Yeah, okay, good. I feel like I'm on an absolute roll. I wouldn't Hang say on. barely. Hang on. Are we talking about the NFL draft? NFL draft, the Giants, I give them a B plus grade. Nice. Who gets a, who gets an A plus? Very the Eagles. Unfortunately, okay. the fucking Eagles. Our rivals. Okay. They, they the Eagles, they get Jalen Carter at nine. Uh they traded up a spot to grab him because he was falling. They didn't want to risk losing him. Uh they got Nolan Smith at the end of the first round. There's no way he should have been on the board. They they got um Man, who else did they get? They got someone else, and I was just like, what is going on? I'm blanking right now. The Giants, I wanted them. My perfect scenario was JSN out of Ohio State, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, or Jordan Addison. Two receivers. We need a wide receiver. Didn't happen. We ended up with a really good cornerback, um, Deontay Banks. Yep. So excited about him. Got some other good players as well. So I give him a B-plus grade, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Let's talk about something that's a little bit more provocative than sports. Okay. That's fashion. Yeah. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. The Met Gala. Yeah. Carl Langerfeld. Is that how you pronounce uh, it? Carl Lagerfield. Lagerfield. You can you can tell I'm a real fashion guru. I, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I know who he is. Rest in peace. Uh, fashion icon. Yeah. Done a lot of stuff in the fashion space. 
and the Met Gala, they always have a theme. Yes. An inspiration, something that you're supposed to pull from. Carl was this year's, the 2023 Met Gala. He was the inspiration. Yeah, an homage. Yes. ASAP Rocky jumped the fence to get in. Yeah, it was injured. He absolutely pulverized a girl with glasses next to him. Yeah, he did knock her glasses off. She tweeted about it. He apologized. He had the hood on. He jumped. You weren't impressed with the form on the jump. I, I thought the jump was a little bit... Wasn't athletic it enough? Was, no, I was a little panicked. Like, I don't feel like he's jumped a lot of fences maybe lately. I feel like I feel like he's jumped some fences. I, I thought it was good form. He got up there on the one leg. You don't know exactly how sturdy it's going to be. There, there was a slight wobble, but he stuck the landing. Yeah, he stuck the landing, but his... I guess the main issue with the form was the left arm, which was the one that mushed the chick. Okay. I just feel like it could have been a little bit better, you know, a little sturdier. That's all I'm going to say. So you know, like he was using that as his fulcrum. And scale I, I, of one to ten. Like if, if we were doing like basically like, you know, street gymnastics, what, what are you giving that? That jump and landing. I'm going eight out of ten. Okay. Landing was... No, no, you no. got you got to give the whole spiel. Six and a half, six and a half out of ten. Yeah. That's tough. The the best drip at Met Gala. Okay, who is it? Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Rihanna. I'm always going to pick Rihanna. I'm I, I'm a Rihanna stand. I don't fight it anymore. Absolute, I mean, anymore? Have you ever fought it? Absolutely love her. Uh, no, I've never fought it. Yeah, so I've never fought it once. She was my favorite. Now, as far as I'm, I'm really not a high fashion guy. So you know, definitely more like. Uh, street wear, athletic wear, et cetera. Yeah. She she uh, was an hour and a half late, though. Yeah, but that's what you got to do. No, but I think that she was even like, she, I think, apologized for being late. Yeah, but that's part of it. You know, that's, that's part of the allure? Yeah, that's part of the, uh, that's just, you know, an accoutrement. Okay. Is you got to come an hour and a half late. Yeah. You know, Semantics. Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, when you're Rihanna. Repertoire, okay. So I don't know enough about Carl to know like what people would be pulling as inspiration. I I know what he looks like. Yeah. And I know kind of what his feng shui was, but just as far as like the technicality aspects. I think it's, I think it's open to interpretation. And I think like some years it's like, uh, you know, cowboy Westerns or something. And what what I saw, like nobody looks like a cowboy. So it's like, okay, I guess so. Right. But, but what were the pulls or what were the, the staples that you saw people using? I saw, a cats. Lot of, I saw cats. I saw a lot of pearls. I saw I, a lot of white, all white. I saw a lot of white, a lot of black and white. And I saw saw a lot of, uh, what's it called, like um, a train. Like um, uh, They all have big trains on the dresses, though. Like always. Okay. Like every year. Like the, That's like a huge part of it. Like Rihanna had, had trains that were like, like going down like every step of the entrance. Just something I noticed. Those, those, those were my takeaways. Okay. Some of... The drips. I, I wrote down a little list. Okay. Um, you had Ice Spice, who kept it super simple. Yep. I'm an Ice, Spi- Ice Spice fan. Yeah. I thought I thought she pulled it off nicely. Very simple. A lot of people went, you know, way out there. Doja Cat dressed up as Doja Cat. Yeah. No, no, not as Doja Cat, but I guess my man Carl used to have a cat, like, that he would have as an accessory. Like, he loved cats. Oh, that's right. I, I've seen pictures like that, yeah. So... She dressed up like one of those cats. Yeah, and then Jared Leto took it to the the all-time, and I'm going to give him worse drip. 
Yeah, he had, he he was he was bad drip. You know, another person that I got to put in the bad drip category, and I I feel bad for doing this. My boy Pedro Pascal. No, I thought his I thought it was kind of an I didn't like it. He goes with like a red trench, red button down underneath shorts, and, and, and but then, then he, shorts underneath the trench, and then he went with like these like black kind of like tight fitted shorts, but they and, were like slacks, though, and right? then like high black socks. It, it, it was boots. Here's what I'm going to say. It was a no-go for me. To my boy, Pedro. Like someone once told Tony Soprano, Dons don't wear shorts. Dons definitely don't wear shorts. And I just think that was shaky drip. Okay. That that was... Dua Lipa kept it very simple, very elegant. So she was... Her and Ice Spice, those were the two that I saw where I was like, damn, super simple, but I fuck with that. Yeah, elegant. I fuck with that. So yeah. uh, they both get the stamp of approval. Um, who else was there? There was uh, Michaela Cole. She had on, I'm trying to think of the the couple shows that I've seen her in. You definitely, I see a confused look on your face. You do know, know who she is okay. if you saw her. But uh, she's from like London. She's from somewhere over in the UK. She's done some some good stuff. Oh, from This May Destroy You. Yeah, she, yes, she looked her, great. Her. She looked great. She had like a bedazzled, like I was almost getting like Cleopatra vibes. Yeah, she looked great. That that dress had to be expensive. Well, they're very expensive. I can guarantee you that. Oh, Skepta was also maybe best strip. Do you see Skepta? Damn, I don't think I saw Skepta. You got your phone on you? It's down there. Hang on. Damn. You, you it, was, pull- it, it was a blue suit, and he had like a fur thing on top of it. It was awesome. Damn. Yeah, I'm, listen. Boots with the fur. I, I, I'm a fan of it. I mean, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a huge fan even, of, I of Skepta. Even, I didn't even see Skepta, and I can just, I can just imagine he looks very cool. Um, who else did we have? We had... Um, Russell Westbrook, he had like on like some cool-ish kind of like jeans, pants going on. I thought he pulled it off. He wasn't too crazy. He wasn't too exotic. Oh, yeah, Skepta. Skepta's so cool. Very cool. Handsome guy. Very, very handsome guy. Uh, so he's got he's got the horizontal uh, pinstripes? No, they're not pinstripes. I think it's a, a person, like a silhouette of a person. Potentially uh, him or potentially Carl. You never know. Interesting. Yeah, he's got the neck tap peeking through. He's a cool guy. Very cool guy. I'm a fan. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Tiana Taylor. She always kills it. She had like a a tweed tuxedo dress with the hips out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely bodied it. Uh, Kim K. Uh, just had a bunch of uh, pearl necklaces. Yeah, I, I I was good on the on the Kardashian drips. Um, who else did I like? Oh, I mean, the the wildest of all the wilds was uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, that was... Suns out buns. Yeah. Out. Not yeah. guns. Buns. buns. Buns were out to play. Mans had the yeeks just, <laughs> just out on the red carpet. Right? Is it a red carpet? I don't think it's a red carpet there. It's like stairs. So what do you say? Like uh, on, the, on the stairs? Yeeks out on the stairs. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, because I saw the front of him. And I was like, wow, this guy looks like a, like, what was it? Was it, it was like cat it, vibes or what? No, I think it was like, uh, it was like all diamonds. He was just like all diamond out. Yeah. But he was like, he was like also like painted silver. Yeah. Two takeaways, right? Um, number one, maybe don't keep the, maybe put the eeks away. Put the eeks away. Uh, <laughs> That's just, you know, when you, when you take a pee, you got to keep the yeeks. Yeah. Uh, uh, housed. Yeah, for sure. 
And definitely if you go to Met Gala. <laughs> enveloped. Uh, clothed. Yeah. Yeah, I like enveloped. You got to keep the yeeks enveloped. So that was one takeaway. Second takeaway, he's kind of brolic. Yeah, yeah he's got a, got a pretty good physique. Got a very good physique. Yeah. So on the other hand, uh, but not much, not much in the way of cheekage, though. No, not much in the way of cheekage, but but uh, <laughs> he wasn't yammed up. No, nah, sure. he definitely wasn't. He, he wasn't yammed up, but strong looking dude. And you know what? Listen, if I had a physique like that, I'm working on it. I'm on a diet. Yeah, I'm eating healthy, but I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm You're pro- saying you might have the yeeks out. I probably would, to nah. be honest. <laughs> you know what I would do? I would go like streetwear athleisure. So I would wear Tim's. I would wear tidy whities Okay. So you, even, you, though, even though I hate them, I'd wear tidy whities no pants, no shirt, and a Yankee fitted. So, I mean, that's— And, and I might, as a homage to Carl, I might bedazzle the Yankee logo. Okay. So that's essentially— Fuck it. I might bedazzle the whole thing and just get, like, crazy. The whole bod? No, not the whole bod, the whole hat. And, okay. I'm, and I might do some stuff on the Tims too. Okay, so I'm going to say that's... Like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, wonderful. That's that's the song that I would walk into. Continue. I don't think they do entrance songs, but that's essentially what Pedro... I'd have a, I'd have a boombox. Okay, I'm, that's essentially what Pedro Pascal did. Nah. He went boots with the, with the tights. Nah, but he, but they were still shorts, you know? So you're saying to respect that they got to be tidy whities Yeah, I'd show a little more skin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, sex sells. Got to have that sex appeal. Yeah, I mean, okay. But I do think best drip was Rihanna. Rihanna, everybody else. Yeah, I agree. If, I, and I thought ASAP Rocky had a kilt. He had like a little kilt on. Yeah, he. Did. I, I've seen him do the kilt thing before. Yeah. You know? The tartan. Yeah. Going with, uh, you know, Scottish vibes. Yeah. I respect it. What, you going to say something? I was going to maybe make a Braveheart reference, but then... I'm not going to land a plane on it, so it's fine. <laughs> You're not going to land a plane on it? I'm not going to land the plane. I wasn't. It wasn't going to be oh. a hitter. Oh, damn. You thought about it. It sounded good, and then right before it reached the mouth, you were like, nope. It's yeah, and then you called me out on it, so I had to explain that I wasn't going wasn't gonna to drop a bomb. So what, what? Don't say that again. What, what, uh, a, dro- a, a bomb home run. <laughs> this is... I, <laughs> You're you're like three for fifteen right no, now. No, I'm doing great. Halfway I, halfway through the third quarter, I'm doing absolutely awesome. Jeff Van Gundy is like, I don't know what's wrong with him. No, no, I'm doing great. I, you know, Mark, I don't know. Uh, so you're saying I'm like uh, Herder? You're saying I'm like Red Velvet? I no, don't know what's going on with this guy right now. No, Red Velvet, greater than Young Buckets, by a lot. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Damn. I'm gonna say definitely not. You pointed out something. He doesn't appear to sweat. No, he doesn't sweat. It's I think it's the complexion of his skin with the bright lights. It's like a translucent. It's just purely translucent. I tell you what, he hit some huge. You got to take the H off the front. Yeah. Some huge threes in game six. They should have got closed out probably in game six. At least that's the way it was feeling. And shouts to the Kings. They they absolutely were hooping. Yeah, Herder. Hits two huge threes down the stretch to close them out. Yeah, Malik Monk was balling. And 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 to kind of, you know, really run away with it a little bit. And then game seven, just Steph. Yeah. Damn. What it happens. You, what do you do with that guy? I've never seen. Greatest basketball shooter. Greatest shooter of the basketball to ever walk planet Earth. 
You know something that I've been seeing about you know him and the Curry LeBron matchup, and people acting like that somehow this Lakers Warriors series is like going to determine who's like actually, whose legacy is better. First yeah. of all, LeBron is thirty eight, and the Warriors are the favorite to win the series. Yeah, they certainly were the favorite to win the series going into it. So, no, that that's not the case. Also, there's such different players. You look at if you look at impact on the game and someone who forced the game to kind of change, Steph, you could argue, is at the top of the list. Yeah. You know, with some of the with some of the super old school guys. But as far as the accolades and all that stuff, no, it's Braun. W- whether he wins or loses this series. I mean, I, I, agree. Mean, I mean that's when you're talking about the all time leading NBA score, you're talking about year twenty right now. The dude's almost 40 years old. If he loses the series in a game that the Lakers are in a – if he loses the series in a series the Lakers aren't even favored in, that doesn't somehow tarnish his legacy. I agree. If they win, it certainly is something to add on to the resume. But the the resume is already cemented, and so is Steph's for that no, matter. No, that's what I was going to say. If LeBron wins, it's not like, oh, Steph sucks now. No, They're like, but- oh, Steph – you know, I saw Stephen A. Smith. It was like, oh – if if he wins, then Steph is on the Mount Rushmore and LeBron is off. No, look, Steph might already be on the Mount Rushmore. Even if even if he loses this series, how if you have a Mount Rushmore of basketball, and I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, Steph's not top five, you know, he's he, maybe he's top ten. Basketball, what's the most important thing in basketball? Scoring, mm-hmm. shooting, the best shooter of all time, and it's not even debatable. Like earlier in his career, it was like, oh, well, what about Ray Allen? What about Reggie Miller? What about Larry Bird? It's well, not he close. broke all the record, yeah. And, and it's just not close. He breaks a record every time he breaks a record. Yes. It, it, it's not – no one is in his stratosphere. How is that guy not on the Mount Rushmore? You, you know, know what I mean? You raise good points. Just saying. I'm just saying. So um, I lost my train of thought. You said you wanted to talk about something. I forget what it was. You said you had something to talk about? Yeah. What is it? Tiger bomb. Tiger bomb. Uh, yeah, bomb. Balm. No, I'm saying it normal. Steve Balmer. <laughs> I'm saying it normal. I don't know why you're saying it that way. Maybe I just wanted to say Steve Balmer. Who yeah. knows? Uh, I got it on my back right now. You, you, you got, if anyone can see me, I'm, I'm sitting a little stiff. Your back. I took some damage. You took some damage. How so? The spinal erectors spasming on both sides. The spinal erectors? Yeah. It's two muscles. Don't, don't say that again. It's a muscle. It's a muscle group. What do you mean? It's like bicep. It's spinal. Friday. What was Friday's name? It's spinal. Yeah. I broke my back. Exactly. I broke my back. Word Damn. to Mike Tyson. Word to, word to Iron Mike. Yeah. So, so Tiger Bomb is basically, and I, I don't use Tiger Bomb, but it's basically like. It's a healthy Icy Hot. It's a fancy Icy Hot. Okay. It's more expensive. It's more potent. And how it, does it work? What do you mean? How does it work? It's the same thing. It's heat activated. Okay, so you, you, you put it on. It definitely has an aroma to it. Yeah, well, that's— Because you've been smelling like Tiger Bomb for the last two days. I yeah, can't yeah. get away from it. It's almost like, you know, you put, like, Vicks Vapor Rub, like, well, yeah. on your chest and right under your nose. It's the gift and the curse. That's what I'm going to say. Does it work? And, and and what do you want to tell us about it? I mean, I'm just oiled up. <laughs> so that's all you wanted to say? Uh, that's the punchline, that you're oiled up with a— Balmer. With a, with, with a Steve Balmer. <laughs> Steve Ballmer oiled you up. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. But I will say that it's 
creating a weird sensation. It's well, you got to be careful where you put that stuff. Number one, worst place to put it, eyes. Yeah. So second worst place to put it, balls. (laughs) No, no. Seriously, Seriously, yeah, yeah. Yes, if you're trying to hit the groin, you know, you tweak the groin, you pull the groin a little bit. Grade one strain. You're trying to get ready for game two. Mm -hmm. Boom. You hit it with some of that tiger, and it it just nips the nuts a little bit. Oh, you're in bad. In the words of Robert De Niro, you're in a world of hurt. A little (laughs) bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Reason being, and we won't turn this into a, uh, you know, nuts conversation. <laughs> okay. I might. Okay. The, the, what's the, wait, how, how can I deliver this without it, it, it getting too weird? The skin. It's thin. It's thin. Yeah. Very thin. Like if you held it up to light, you could see through yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like tracing paper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It it cannot handle. I mean, you think about like the back. Back is rugged. Uh, The back, the lower back skin is actually not that strong. I think it is. No, like elbow. That's the strongest skin on the bod. I think mine is. Definitely the elbow. Your elbows are ashy right now. You got to hit that with some lotion. No, no, no. Never. You got to hit that with some Jergens, my boy. (laughs) You got to hit that with a little dove. (laughs) Okay. You you could just. You got to hit that with a little Queen Helen's cocoa butter. Okay, there we go. Thank Qu- you. Qu- oh, I'm going to tell you a little story about me. Okay. New York City. Okay. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Young lad. Okay. Okay. Very, very young lad. Okay. <laughs> okay. There was this dude on the corner. He sold that on the corner. He sold everything. Yeah. CDs. You know, this is like in the mixtape era. Mm-hmm. Uh, bootleg DVDs. White teas, pretty much anything you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, incense and uh, lotions. Okay. For some reason, he had lotions. Yeah. And it was, and I, I want to say it was probably the, the the Queen Helens or Queen Helene, however you pronounce it, was about yay big. You're saying you bought the court? I, I I'm I'm saying I bought like that thing should have been a Costco. <laughs> I, I bought the an, I bought an enormous. <laughs> you bought the wholesale container. And w- <laughs> when I when I tell you I was lathering up with that, I thought I had to keep the the, the skin extra moisturized. So I don't like lotion. But I but the lotion, it I, w- I, I was caking it on. There's so much damn lacquer on this yeah. thing. Caking it on so much that I don't think my pores could breathe enough. Yeah, it's a problem. You you can put too much lotion, is what I'm telling you, but. That's how much lotion you need to put on those elbows. No, no, my elbows are fine. I don't like lotion. You're I, not. You're not a lotion. No, guy. it makes me feel slippery, which I don't like. You got to rub it in a little. No, bit. no, no. I rub it in. Nah, no, no I don't like it. I so don't you, like don't, it. you don't wear any lotion? Never. None. Never. No lotion. Not a lotion guy. Damn. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just ashy in this motherfucker. Wow. Just dry. Dry skin. Dry environment. Yeah. Except on my back right now, and I'm gonna rewind. And I'm going to tell you a little story about me. Tiger ball. I put it on my legs. I put it on my knees, depending. Calf, when I've had calf injuries. And I put it on one time in the afternoon, early afternoon. I'm going to say one or two. I go out throughout the whole day. I wash my hands, you know, the appropriate number of times in that time. Go to bed. I, I take a shower before I go to bed. You used to be a compulsive hand washer. For sure. Definitely. You've sometimes, slowed down. Yeah. Sometimes 60 times a day I wash my hands. 
that that's an exaggeration. Not sixty. I I don't know. Maybe twenty. No, no, dude. I thirty. No, I think probably on, on a on a bad day, sixty. I'm gonna say. Okay. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Okay. Now it's probably like in the twenty range. Okay. Compulsive hand washer. Continue. So, and then I took a shower at the end of the night. You know, and I'm thinking, and I wear contacts, and I'm thinking, you know what? I had this tiger bone in my fingers. Oh, so so you but, went with, but I got, but I gotta have gotten it off by now. So you went with the number one worst place. Yeah, and I got, and I took my contacts out. I took the first contact out, burned, oof, so bad. But then I didn't know what to do, so I just had to take out the second one. Like I like I washed my hands, but it didn't it didn't do anything. That's my point. It was so deep. I, I don't understand that. So. You messed up. I took one contact out. You got it in one eye. That, that That's like if you nipped it on one side of the balls and you were like, you know what? I just got to just drop the balls in no, the that's, container no, no, no. and just swirl them around. <laughs> Why did you have to hit the other eye? I had to take the contact out. It's bedtime. You want to sleep with the contact in? One contact? That's not good for you. I don't know. No. So I it's probably better for you than Tiger Bomb. No, no. So what I'm telling you is I washed my hands. Then I took out the second one. But it did nothing. Same amount of burning. And I just went into bed. I closed my eyes really tight and I went to bed. And it worked. I mean, I didn't go blind. Damn. The next day, I'm thinking, okay, this can't be, be good now. Yeah, this can't possibly still be here. I wash my hands again. And I'm talking about like, I'm really scrubbing these things. Okay. Put them in. The residue's got to be gone. Yeah. No. Residue, Tiger Bomb residue, almost impossible to get rid of. What wow. you have to do, what I figured out, you got to put a glove on. No, no, not a glove because I don't – That's the, I like to – when I'm applying it, I like to be able to feel what's happening. The glove is <laughs> uh, numbing too many of the senses. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Not going to go down that road. Continue. <laughs> okay. Continue. <laughs> what I'm going to say is I found a solution, which is you go to the kitchen sink and you get a sponge and you know that green part of the sponge – that like yeah. takes off some of the rougher stuff. Yeah. You got to hit your fingers with that. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. I was like, why don't you hit it with like a loofah or something? No, in the shower. I mean, I took a shower. I did everything. And you, it, you loofahed up. Yeah. Washed my hair, the whole deal. Nothing worked. The only thing that works. You got to hit it with a Brillo. Is the Brillo. Damn. Is the Brillo pad. I bet you the Tiger Bomb could not penetrate your elbow skin. No, but the, no. And that's my point is the elbow is the, that's the thickest skin. Especially when you don't lotion it. Yeah, but like it just turns into like the like a rhino back. Okay, there you go. Which I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. A rhino back. You get into a fight. You get into a physical altercation. You just start grinding that on somebody. That's got to feel pretty bad. That'll do damage. Yeah. But anyway, I hurt my back. I put Tiger Bomb all over my back. You're on the mend. It. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better. But those spinal erectors, they were basically spasming for two days. It was horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. And, um, oh, but the gift and the curse is th- that I'm I'm stinking like Tiger Bomb. It has a very distinct and strong and pungent odor. Okay. And it's it's on me. Well, got that thing on you. Yeah, yeah. It definitely concerns me a little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I packed that thing, too. So you come around this way, you will get popped. Yeah. And Waterbury, I, Waterbury, Connecticut. Shouts. Yeah. And uh, so very quick, though, have you ever actually got – I've never got tig- Tiger Bomb on the nuts. Yep, I've got – But I've gotten Icy Hot on the nuts. I I got one worse. I got homemade Icy Hot on, on the, nuts? the nuts. Yep. 
uh, friend of mine, this is, you know, back in high school, mm-hmm. friend of mine said his grandma, He, I saw him putting some stuff. I think, might, the, I think it might even been on his calf. Mixing and up I, the medicine. And I was like, damn. I was like, and, and I, could, I, I could smell it was from the icy hot variety. Yeah. Like it had that, oh, that's spicy. Yeah. And that's he, heat activated. And yeah. he said, yo, listen, my boy, my grandma makes this. It, it, it's fucking incredible. This shit will have you feeling like a million bucks. This oh. shit will have you healed. I, I had pulled my groin a little. Yeah. So I had to go on the groin with it. That's why I know the nuts is a bad spot for it. Yeah. And what happened was I didn't put it on my nuts even directly. Put it on my groin. Nuts rubbed the groin. Right. Pulled the spandex up. Bang. Nuts. Compressed. On, on, <laughs> compressed onto. Yeah. And so I'm like package there. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really jams you up there. But you're saying it's just, uh, a transference. I'm, and, and I'm going to say normally it takes a little while. You know, it's almost like a spicy wing. It takes a little while for that spice to hit you. Yeah, the heat activation. And, and it's like, oh, there it comes. Okay, there mm-hmm. it is. This was like three seconds. Three seconds, one, two, hell. One Mississippi. Right. And, and, and we had to play like three minutes later. Yeah. So I just dug it out. I just dug it out, but it's a day I'll never forget. So, yeah. Uh, Similar situation. It did work, by the way. Shouts to uh, Bro's grandma. Yeah, because it it did work. Uh, you know, traumatized me a little bit. Yeah, but it got the job done. Uh, something else that I wanted to talk about before we jump into a couple Patreon suggested topics is Jack Harlow. We mm-hmm. like to talk about new music, new Harlow. Mm-hmm. I heard you listening to it earlier. Yeah, you got any thoughts? The name of the album, Jackman. Jackman. He's got his shirt off. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out. In an alleyway. He's doing like the the MySpace like Facebook throwback where you're like, all right, I've been lifting a little bit. I'm getting yeah, I'm, but, but I'm gotta, getting I'm getting that one eighty five up. Let me kinda like Yeah, but you put the fists behind the biceps. And you bulge them out a little bit. And you bulge them out yeah. a little bit. It's all about listen. Yeah. The angles. It's a classic pose. The shots. Listen. It's uh it's a um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a it's an art. It's a skill. Yeah, and it's been around for a long time. Been around way before Instagram. The people were hitting the angles. Yeah, got to hit them angles. Yeah, exactly. He also is going to be in a white men can't jump remake. That's dog shit. Not a fan. I listen. I like Harlow. That's dog shit. Throw that in the fucking trash. I'm not a fan of remakes, I don't think. No, I, I am a fan of remakes. Nah, they did the Coming to America remake, White Men Can't Jump No, remake. they didn't do a remake. These are 90s no, classics. They didn't make a remake of that. They made a, a sequel to that. Oh, a sequel. What is White Men Can't Jump, a sequel or a remake? No, it's a remake. It's like uh, a direct remake. Yeah, I'm not big on the remakes. I'm out on that. I can't think off the top of my head good remakes versus bad remakes, but leave the classics alone. Don't sequel them. Don't remake them. Just let them be. Because, listen, they're classics. You can go back and watch White Men Can't Jump once a year, and it still hits. Yeah. You can go back and watch Coming to America twice a year. It still hits. Yeah. Yes. Fuck you. No. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Man's had the, had the Mets fit. I mean, just doing it. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. McDowell's. Just, just, just running through Queens, just getting to it. Arsenio Hall had the jacuzzi in the apartment. Yeah. 
He was really he was really doing it. Spending spending bread frivol- frivolously. Yeah. Uh so the Harlow album. First listen, first spin through, what are you giving it? I didn't listen to the whole album, but I do have some things I want to say. Hit me. I think that I don't think that he's ever changed. I think that he is the same person he was when he was like kind of coming up and like, oh my God, this guy's awesome, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and he I think, had a, I think his earlier stuff, because I don't know if you remember this. I remember you followed him. I, I've said this on a previous podcast early on. I found Jack Harlow. I discovered him. No, but I don't want to be that, that no, music no, style. No, for sure. But did he have like 20,000 followers on Instagram? Yeah. I had significantly more Instagram followers than he had. Maybe it was like 50, 60,000. Okay. It, it was like he definitely had some buzz. But, and I think his older stuff, I like it. I like it more. The new stuff, it kind of has the same sound. It's very like poppy, which is like what you were going to say. And I, listen, I'm not necessarily against that genre of music, that genre of rap, because I mean, Drake is probably in that genre and I like Drake. I listen to Drake, but I feel like it's tough as an artist to put out music because there's so much pressure to put it out quick, put it out now. As soon as one album is done. Yeah. Sure. You promo it for a little bit and it's like, all right, when's the next album coming? Yeah. And you know, you see some people like, I don't know, Adele or Frank Ocean. Yeah. Tyler, the creator, Kendrick Lamar. They take a lot more time between albums, Yeah, but I feel like for someone like Jack Harlow right now, you got, you got to put out a new album Every year yeah. type of deal. So I actually didn't listen to the whole thing yet. First spin through, probably get – and full disclosure, I'm not like some like super Jack Harlow guy. Like it's not like I'm like, you know, the biggest Jack Harlow fan or whatever. But I'd say probably like six out of ten, you know, on on the first spin through. And But but I mean here, like I'll, I'll, I'll play a little snippet. Well, while you find it. I'm just going to say, I think that he is the same. And I think people built him up to be like a star. Right. And then he. He definitely was like, kind of had that trajectory. And then now it seems like everyone's shitting on him. Not it, everyone, I, but. I feel like he gets a lot of shit that is like pretty unwarranted because he's just the same. And people are like, oh, no, this isn't what we wanted. This isn't what we wanted you to be. But it's like, he's just. Bro, peep this. Bro, this album cover, it, it looks like a MySpace photo. This is incredible. Shirt off. You got the half-painted barn in the background with some trash cans. You got the old-school hoop attached to said barn. This is probably some back street in Louisville. My guy's out here living. Curls for the girls. Mm -hmm. He's doing it. You got the underwear showing just a little bit, just a little bit of the jeans. Oh, he was at the Met Gala? Getting a little sex appeal. Oh, I didn't see him in there. I didn't see his outfit. What did it look like? I think it was pretty regular, but apparently someone tried to talk to him, and he said, I'm on mushrooms, and walked away. Damn. He said, fuck out of here. A million dollars. My point is, I think people built him up to be a star, and then when he delivered what he was able to deliver, which was more or less the same as what he always did, people then were like, no, nah, this isn't good enough. They wanted more from him. And it's like, uh, yeah, I guess so, but. Oh, wait, was Stormzy at the Met Gala? I didn't even see Stormzy. Come on. Now, I am a Stormzy guy. I'm I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of people there. So you here know. we here we go. Was this the fit? Well, what is this like a cowboy fit? Yeah, my uh Margot Robbie was there. She looked really nice. 
My definitely my Wi-Fi in here is not hitting like it needs to. Oh, boom. Um, this. Oh yeah, but I guess someone tried to talk to me. It looks like a sheriff there. He's got a sheriff badge. Yeah, it's like almost like a like a floral type of deal. Oh, it is. So it's not a red carpet, but it's stairs, and you've got like the red stripes that you can walk down. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. And that allows the the train of the the dresses. Ah. And they they like layer them down the stairs. It's actually kind of cool. One person had it was like uh, Carl Lagerfeld like on the like on the train. Oh, that's dope. And it was like twenty feet long. It was kind of cool. Steph Diggs, my guy, helped lead me to a fantasy football championship. Steph Diggs, he kind of has something similar to what Tiana Taylor had, like kind of that same sort of material. Yep. It was like a uh, like that tweed type type of deal. Damn, what would I wear to the Met Gala? Oh, I'm going to tell you my. I cannot believe I forgot this. So my favorite woman. Rihanna, yeah, at the Met Gala. Favorite man, Shea Gillius Alexander. Not close. Oh yeah, he was not close. He's always balling though. He, the, he's the, so well dressed. The drippiest of them all. Peep game. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Look at that. I mean, he's got the pants that are a little high water, just enough, not too much, not too little. He's got the black boots, the white socks. He's got the the long like robe, trench with another one over the top. He's got some jewelry on. He's got the black bow tie. He's layered up. Black shades, cornrows. Got some earrings in. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. That's very incredible. That's a look right there. Okay. Um, The funniest thing that I've seen on the internet in the past two or three weeks, Mm -hmm. you want to know what it is? Sure. It's the Beetlejuice you know Beetlejuice, right? Yeah. From Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, that's so Just funny. hanging around. No, first he's like, he's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Just hanging around. Yeah. Which I guess is exactly what you just said. <laughs> um, hilarious. Yeah. And, and the way people are putting it into well, different places. Yeah, you can cut it out and put it somewhere. Fucking hilarious, yeah. man. The internet is dangerous because you, you find something like that and you just scroll one to the next to the next. And it's just, it's pure LOL. Yeah, that's a good one. Shouts to Beetlejuice. Um, another thing that I wrote down earlier this week. Well, the, the funniest thing Hockey is, season never ends. I hate hockey. Uh, and the Rangers are out, so fuck I. Lost to the Devils. At least the Bruins lost. Yeah. We always take joy when, you know, especially as bitter New York fans. Haven't had a lot of success. Yankees, Knicks, Giants. I mean, we've had a lot of success. It's not, I'm, I'm talking about recently. It's not been an easy decade. Well, the Knicks have never had it, but I mean, sometimes. the Yankees haven't had it in a long time. The Giants haven't had it in uh, over a decade. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't I, say, you wouldn't say barely. No, I wouldn't say barely, but how many teams win, like in the past 10 years, how many teams have won? It's probably like three or four teams. Boston's d- done really well. Boston done, has done really well. L.A. has done really well. Yeah, but my point—that's my point. Like Utah hasn't done well. Oh, for sure. So you you're throwing us and you throwing New York City into the Utah. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, like Chicago Utah has never won. Chicago hasn't done really well. What, what, what the fuck is your point? I'm just saying that we've done overall pretty well. No, no. The the Giants have had the worst offense in football over the last ten years. 
like okay, fantasy dork de- man. I don't give a shit de- about uh, dead uh, dead yeah. last. I, I don't give a shit about that. That that that's worse than than like middle of the pack. No, that's absolute dog shit. The Yankees routinely spend the most money and have like the most like star power and have ha- haven't sniffed a World Series. No, that's not true. The Knicks have not won a championship in our lifetime and usually absolutely stink. So no. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I resent that. <laughs> you resent what? You're talking you're fucking giving me fantasy football stats. I don't give a shit. Fantasy football stats? No. Not Dead fantasy last football. And DVOA? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whoa. Says the guy who listens to Bill Simmons with the dork stats weekly. No, listen. It's Love that, that podcast. That, that's a Real football. I love me some fantasy football. Uh, fantasy football stats, much different. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, you're, I, I know I'm talking about real football stats. The Giants, yeah, over the last ten years, suck. I'm not looking at a graph of ten years, o- almost buddy. fifteen years. A- a- absolutely brutal. Yeah, I'm one say- could even say dog shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like for example, the Atlanta Falcons. Right. Right. So they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, but but see. I make a comment like that that's a very valid comment, and and your whole thing is that there's three organizations that might be worse? No, yeah. no, not yeah, there, are, there, no, are there are other are, dog shit teams. I'm saying that there's three organizations as a whole, as a city, that the might Giants, be better. No city is bigger than New York City. It, it is the biggest market in the world. I guess you could argue L.A. New York, mean, you, uh, no, you couldn't argue. I mean, L.A. is a, definitely a comparable. That's New a comp. York, New York City is and Chicago's a comp. And it, no, it's not. Sh- Chicago is not a comp for New York City. It's just not. New, New, New York City. New York City is the biggest market in sports. The Yankees, the Knicks, biggest market. I so I think that's a facade. They for being the biggest market, like it's different if you're talking about Utah or some of these other places. They have and and you're right. Chicago has sucked as well. The Bears, <laughs> the Bulls, but New York City. The Cubs, the White Sox. The Big Apple. I mean, do, do I need to start playing Hove again? No, I mean, and, I, I get it. And I we're get just, it. And we're just, we haven't got the job done. <gasps> I'm, I'm arguing semantics. You'll stay till the job's done? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're arguing. You, <laughs> semantics. You, you, no, you've been on a, you, you've got an interesting energy today. We, we got a new podcast set up and uh, you're off the rails. I'm not off the rails. Let's, <laughs> where are we at on the timer here? We're at an hour. At an hour. All right, let's, let's hop on over. To the Patreon page. Let's get a couple. Just take a few suggested topics here. See what we got. One of the perks of Patreon. Yes. Suggest topics. Boom. There you go. Here we go. Let's see. First up. Damn, my Wi-Fi in here. It's killing me. Damn. Lisa, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. (laughs) Linda, I think. Oh, is it Linda? It's Linda or Lisa? I think it's Lisa. Okay. Uh, Chad Bracken. I did not hit. Uh, I did not. Okay. Lakers versus Heat 2023 NBA Finals. Heat win in six. I said what I said. Do you guys have a finals prediction? Damn. So we kind of already talked about this. Wow. Okay. Bracken. Bold choice. Bold strategy, Bracken. Let's uh, see if it pays off. Shouts to Chad. Man. Okay. Lakers Heat. Man, listen. The way Jimmy Butler gets in the playoffs, he's hard to bet against. The Heat got no business being there. I think Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. Uh, um, yeah, it's a short list, but I think he's there. Mike Brown got coach of the year. Shouts to him. Did a hell of a job in Sacramento. Sac- Sacramento, you want to talk about like being irrelevant. Sacramento was irrelevant for a long time. Like mm-hmm. you know, basically 
when they had Vladi and Bibby and those guys. Yeah, they, the early 2000s. They were definitely in the mix, but Kobe and Shaq put a damper on that. Now they really got something. Mm-hmm. They really, really got something. De'Aaron Fox is different, man. He's an alien out there. He's I've never seen a dude faster with the ball in his hands than De'Aaron Fox. It's crazy. So I'm not betting against Jimmy. Lakers heat, that, that's not my pick, but listen, well, I can see it. This is, this is what I'll say. This is as wide open as the NBA championship has ever been. Like, going into the playoffs, I feel like there was legit, like, eight teams you could have talked yourself into. Okay. And I feel like mostly, like, when the Warriors were, like, in their prime. Not that Steph isn't still in his prime and Clay's not still really good, but this isn't prime, prime Warriors. Like, when they had KD, when well, also, Steph and Clay were five years younger. Yeah, and Draymond has taken a— He's gone—yeah, he, he's a little older now. But he was a—he— defensively he was like different they're they're not as good as they were then they're still really good the when lebron was on the Cavs and the heat you just knew his team was coming out of the east yeah like you could just book that like freaking market down a market nine dude yeah so i feel like this year going into the playoffs it was like the nuggets the suns oh don't forget about the warriors oh don't forget about the lakers oh the bucks Giannis, yeah, the, the Celtics. Sixers, Embiid MVP, the mm-hmm. Celtics. They were there last year. They got Tatum. They got Jalen Brown. They got, you know, a super deep team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, if Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, Westbrook started cooking. Maybe the Clippers can do it. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I, I don't really have a real prediction that I have conviction about. but Lakers. Yeah, but I, but I'll say Warriors – I would love to see the Lakers. I'll say Warrior Celtics, though. Uh, Lou Siobhan, apart from the Sopranos, the Wire, is there any other prestige, 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 prestige show you guys agree on that's a solid watch? Foamy, I'm going to double down on the fact that you need to give Succession another chance. I do need to. I can tell Succession is good. I got to watch it. I got to really, like, I got to dive in. Starts a little slow, and ah man, I just gotta I gotta set some time aside. I gotta really, I do want to watch that. I think enough people have told me it's a great show that I gotta do it. Yeah, Severance. It took me a while to come around to Severance. Fantastic. Yeah, I think a lot of really good shows are kind of slow. Start kind of slow. Disagree, but I I, mean Severance started slow. Yeah, Severance started slow. Started yeah. a little slow, but like, but I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think about my favorite shows. I don't think they started that slow. I mean, Succession. Su- I was like three, four episodes in, and I could appreciate the acting and like I could. It's weird. I could tell it was a good show, but it didn't quite hook me. Okay, if that makes sense. So any let's let's take this serious. You know, we take our TV serious around mm-hmm. here. We take our shows. You know. You're a big show snob. I'm not a show snob, but I do love TV shows. What's a, so, uh, and what classifies as a prestige? So Breaking Bad should be on there. I don't think that's prestige TV. Well, so, so I guess. Maybe that is prestige TV. Maybe I don't TV. know. I guess like for HBO, me, Showtime. So if it's. Like not a sitcom. If it's FX. Well, I mean, Breaking Bad's not a fucking sitcom. No, for sure. Walter but it, White, say my name. Yeah, but they don't curse on the show. Really? He says fuck one time and they bleep it out. Okay. 
So an FX show. So it's got to be basically HBO, Showtime, et cetera. No, I, I think that Breaking Bad does count, and it was also on AMC, not FX. But Okay. Breaking Bad? Yeah, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Definitely got to be on there. Those two are attached. They have similar characters. Not a sequel. Not a remake. But somehow it worked for that one. Spinoffs well, work. Sp- uh, they can work. The Game of Thrones one works. Yeah, but uh, Better Call Saul is kind of a prequel is what you yeah. call that. Yeah. But as far as a show, it is a spinoff. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a There's million- supposed to be a spinoff on uh, Snowfall. On Snowfall. With Wanda, which I won't watch. Oh, I'm definitely watching that. Nah, that's ass. So Snowfall, not prestige TV. I don't think that that would be considered prestige TV. All right. So I'm going to say Boardwalk Empire. Yep. Very good. Fantastic. Fantastic show. I thought it ended. I, I rewatched that during COVID as well. I did too. And I think that it ended kind of shitty. And I think that they, this is what I'm going to say. And I, I say this frequently about television shows. I don't think, I think what Sopranos, the creator of Sopranos knew exactly what he wanted the entire vision to be. He went in and he did it over the course of whatever, how many seasons they did, five, whatever you it was. always say this. And it's just, it's such like a weird thing. No, no, Boardwalk Empire, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But some of the decisions that were made early on affected it tremendously later on. And, and I think if they would have been like a little bit more, you know, wary of what they were doing, they wouldn't have made those decisions. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Uh, I'm saying I died in the trenches years ago. I thought you knew that. Yeah. Best quote from the whole, from the whole show. I mean, awesome. Jimmy Darmody. Love that guy. Love him. Love Darmody. So what else? Okay. So we got Game that. of Thrones. That's prestige. Yeah. That's definitely prestige. Game of Thrones. I'm not even a sci-fi, like, you know, weird dragon kind of guy. Well, that's you call that fantasy, not sci-fi. Okay. I, you're right. I'm not a fantasy kind of guy. You're also not a sci-fi guy either, but I like that one a lot. Uh, what else? Uh, Mad Men? Yeah. Good show? Decent yeah. show? Slow. That one's slow. Yeah. That's a different kind of a show. Don Draper? Yeah, that's know? a different kind of a show. That's a little bit more of a, like a succession type show. The three I'm going to say that you got to watch to wrap this topic up. Yeah. And, well, she said we got to agree on them. So let's see if we agree. Break them bad. For sure. Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on there? No, I think that's good. All right. You sure? Speak now forever. Hold your peace. No, I'm good. I would just like to say happy birthday to Lou. There you go. Happy birthday. Yeah. Edit in some sound effects. We'll see. Bow, 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 bow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we give her the uh, exclusive air horn. Okay. There we go. There you go. Uh, Taylin Aplar. Fellas, what's happening? No topic here. Just wanted to say I'm so glad you're back doing the pod consistently as it's always a better week when I get to listen to a new episode plus mini-sode, which I'm so happy you guys started doing. Wolfpack, we all we got. Talon, we appreciate you very much. Very much, bro. Uh, Big Tay Dog uh, has been supporting the podcast uh, for a very long time now. Supporting the brand, supporting what we do, and uh, we appreciate you, bro. Much love. Uh, Tyler Birdshaw. Not to be confused with Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Last meal you would ever eat. I think we've I think we've touched on this topic before, but it's a good one. It's a good one. For me, oh, so I read that wrong. 
when I looked at that topic. How, how'd you read it? I thought there was a typo, and I thought it was last meat you would ever eat. Last meat you would ever eat? Like that you didn't want to eat. Last meat you would ever eat. Yeah. Does it make sense? Um, I mean, that makes sense. Like, just, you know, grammatically. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's last meal. Okay. But my point is that that's worded in a way that led to some confusion. Hey, yo. So, okay, what's the last meat you would ever eat? A dog. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. I was going to think about that. Okay, wow. Dog. Yeah, same. I don't want to eat a dog because... I'll eat a human before I eat a dog. Really? Yeah, for sure. Wow. Damn. For sure. Not even a question. Damn. Well, I'll keep that in mind. If the apocalypse hits... Oh, I'm coming for you. You're coming for me. (laughs) Probably, I would probably be the dude to get because I got got more meat on my bones. You're saying you got more uh, body mass. Yeah, I've cultivated an incredible physique. Much like Lil Nas X. I don't know. But the thing is, Lil Nas X, he's lean. See, I got got muscle. You're saying you got marble. What? You're saying your steak's got marble. No, I'm I'm saying I'm a prime rib. I'm saying I'm a tomahawk. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Marble. $135 $135 a pound, Kevin. Yeah. How you freaking hey, a million dollars. million dollars. Nah, that's breaking. A day. Had to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could probably, I could probably feed the family a couple months. You guys could make some jerky out of me. <laughs> salt me up. <laughs> hang me in the garage. <gasps> okay. Too, yeah. too morbid. Uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't eat a dog. Just because... It's, we love dogs. Yeah, we love dogs. And, it, you know, once you have something as a pet and you form that emotional connection, that emotional bond, it's tough to think about eating it. No, for sure. But, I mean, it's just, that's the last meat I would eat. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Now let's get to the actual topic. Last meal you would ever eat, even though right now I don't have an appetite after this conversation. No, my, my, all I'm saying is to Terry... This is, Birdshot, my boy. This, this is this is the semantic episode. Yeah, five point game. I wouldn't say barely. I, I wouldn't say that. I would. I, 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 would, I would say the Knicks suck. They haven't won in the, an NBA championship. Guess what? Neither has fucking Utah. I ate the pizza. Nobody else ate the pizza. I'm legally blind. Hit me. Last P-O-P meal. P.O.P. for life. <laughs> um, P.O.P. Holding it down. <laughs> Last meal I would ever eat. I would like to do it in stages. Like, what is... So you're going to try to prolong life. Yeah. You're going to drag it out. You, you Like, can I make it three meals? Like, like if I just sit down... No, no, do like eight courses. Do one of these really fucking fancy No, no, because I'll get filled. But if I sit down, right? No, you got to do... You got to like... Um, you, you're talking about a sampler. Yeah. I don't want to do a sampler. You got to eat slow. No, no, no. Try to drag it out over a week. Wow. And try to get foods that don't... Uh, Clash. Spoil. No, no, that's... They're bringing the food fresh, dude. They're not going to put it all on a table and me just fucking... No, no, but each course, because um, as soon as you're done with one course, the next course is coming out. So I'm going to take my time on each course. Like, I'm going to try to take... I'm going to try to do a nine-course meal. Okay. And I'm going to try to take a week on each course. That means over two months... Uh. I've extended my life. Nine weeks. I mean, you want to talk about procrastinating in the best way. You want to talk about dragging it out? Yeah, that's what I'm oh, going to do. Oh, I'll drag it out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll drag it out like a story. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, your stories. 
it's well documented that your stories take as long to tell as they took to transpire. Yeah. Exactly the same amount of time. Oh, they, they would end up – they'd end up offing you before you got to like the third course. You'd be like talking the guard's head off. What? Oh, no. That's part of the strategy because you can't just be eating the whole time. No, you but got, you wouldn't make it to the – no, so you'd make it three weeks and I'd make it nine. No, no. I'd make it way longer. What's your meal? I'd make it a year. What? what, what? <laughs> I would just – You would tell the story of your life, your autobiography. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? I take one bite. I'd tell a whole chapter. What's your meal? Well, I mean, to me, it depends on the day. What? What my meal would be. But if I had to summarize it, because you don't got an answer. So you want me to go? Yeah, sure. Do you got an answer? No. What I'm saying is I want to know. I want more details. I want to know if I sit down, right, and I just you're don't. Not, you're not looking. This is a tough topic because you're not looking for any meal to be your last meal. No, no, exactly. But what I'm saying is if I sit down. You're a survivor. I'm a survivor, for I'm sure. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Okay. I'm I, not going to give up. I yeah, respect it. For sure. My question is, when I sit down, right, and then you get up, that's the meal. So if I can just sit down, I mean, I'll tie your bum in the back. I'm fucking lubed up, kid. Don't say lubed up <laughs> no. again. The back is oily. The, the back is oily. The, the elbows back, are ashy. The back is, the aroma is pungent. And I'm fucking ready for the, the elbows are like Parmesan cheese. You just you just grate them. How come when a waiter comes over and asks how much Parmesan you want, or they say just say when, and then like they do like a couple swipes or a couple things. Yeah, and then they kind of tell you when. No, no. Hey, keep it coming. Pile it on. Pile Ken. it on here. Nah, that's freaking a day. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. More Parmesan. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. Let you know. If they want to put whatever they think is the appropriate amount of Parmesan, I want five times that amount of Parmesan. I have never had too much Parmesan. Agreed. Like on anything that Parmesan cheese goes on, you could put, you could five exit, and I'd still be happy. I'm not this like, is probably the first thing all episode that we've agreed on. <laughs> okay, so you got Parmesan elbows, you got the lubed up, you got the, the Steve Bomber on your back. <laughs> no. Hey yo, so okay, and then what? What's your meal? Tell me your no, meal. No, what I'm saying is, dude, you have not clarified anything for me. It's your last we, meal. We agreed on You're, the we agreed to, on the five times Parmesan. They're about to off you. <laughs> oh, then You're going to die. You're done. I'm, You're leaving this world. What I'm saying is, when does the meal end? I sit down, then I stand up. So if I just sit down for three weeks. No, no. Listen, you got, you got, you got a fucking hour to eat the meal. An hour to eat the meal. You got an hour to eat the meal. Okay, so I'm going to go with – so here's the question, and that's do you go with breakfast or do you go with dinner? Dinner. Dinner. I'm going out like a fucking boss. I'm dressing up like I'm going to the Met Gala. No, you're not dressing up like that. I think I'm going tuxedo. And listen, I think Lil Nas no. X might have been onto something. I think I'm going to have the ass out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to have assless chaps. No, no. I, I want the ass out. I want a tuxedo. I'll, listen. You I, want an I, assless I tux. It. I'm not wearing the Tims anymore. I want an assless tux. But dazzled. Fuck it. Yeah, I want to go out. Ex- I want to go out exotic. I want to go Too out exotic. I, I, no, I want people to nobody be like, wants. To, nobody wants to see your yeeks. See, no. that's the problem. No, no, for sure. Little Nas X. Some people want to see those yeeks. Yeah, not me, but somebody. Yeah, but say, that's the whole point, though. That's you, the whole point. That nobody. <laughs> so you're saying you're going out on your own terms. You trying to body shame me? What's going on here? <laughs> no, no. I, you're saying you're going out on your own terms. My own terms. And you gotta. And those. I'm wearing shades. I'm just. I'm absolutely fucking bossing it up. And you want to know what I'm going to eat? I'm going to eat the most exquisite tomahawk steak. 
the most exquisite, the, the most precisely whipped mashed potatoes, butter, salt, pepper. A little Parmesan on the, on the potatoes. No Parmesan on the potatoes. Nah, so it can be nah, pretty good. Nah. <laughs> it can be pretty nah, good. No, we're not making this one Italian. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, it's pretty good. This is not Italian, all right? <sighs> I'm Italian. Last meal ain't going to be Italian. Wow, okay. I, and, I would, and, I, and I wouldn't trust him to put enough Parmesan in. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- that's the deal. A little regot. Yeah. So I'm going we'll Tom- mozzarella. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going the mutz. <laughs> the mutz. I'm going with the tomahawk steak. We're talking about like the finest. Okay. Five star. I'm going Michelin star m- Michelin for star. Uh, Michelin for sure. I'm going mashed potatoes with the butter. It's got that little pool of butter on the oh, top. Oh, very nice. Where you feel like you could just like want to like shrink into like a little man and dive in like a swan. You want to dive in and just like, butter bath. We call that a butter bath. Yeah, you want a butter bath, <laughs> yeah. dude. You want to get in there like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, swimming through the gold coins. Yeah. And what? I, listen, I'm not going to do a veggie because guess what? It's my last meal, and veggies fucking suck. <sighs> Listen, newsflash, ma. I don't I, listen. Sometimes they be pretty good. I didn't want veggies then, and I don't want fuck. I don't want veggies now. I don't want them. No, sometimes they be pretty good. Everything I'm, I've said in this episode, you disagree with. <laughs> no, that's not true. We agree. No, 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 asparagus, pretty good. No, you ever had it? Pretty good. You ever had it do some good broccoli? No, it's pretty good. No, it's it's edible. It's okay. It's not what I want for my last meal. No, for sure. Here's a question I have. Going back to the butter bath. I, I, I've got, I, I'm dealing with a lunatic if, here. <laughs> if you're small enough to swim in a butter bath, yeah. perfectly melted. I don't swim that good, so I would have to be big enough that I wouldn't drown in the butter bath. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as so far you, as, like, the ratio, the dimensions. So you don't want a butter bath. No, you actually want a butter bath. You don't want a butter pool. No, not a butter pool. So Too you're much. just going to be like, you're, like an ice bath. Yeah, I'm going like, to frolic around in it, like the shallow end, yeah. Like, okay, I, want, I want it to, like, come up to my waist. Okay, because I was going to say, so can you swim in it, though? Not really. I mean, I could do, like, what I do for swimming. Yeah, like, I, like, I'm in the shallow end. I push off on one wall, and I just use, I just, I mean, I got a lot of power in these legs. Just torpedo. And I just torpedo towards the other wall. I kind of <laughs> wiggle a little bit. Next thing you know, I'm at the wall, and I'm like, damn, I'm fucking Michael Phelps. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, that, and that's what I do. Okay, because. But it's got to be, like, three, four feet of water. Any deeper than that, I'm not doing it. okay. You got to be able to see the bottom. Well, 100% got to be able to see Number the bottom. Number one stipulation. But... You got to be able to see the potatoes on the bottom. Yes. Number two step- stipulation. I got to be able to stand up. <laughs> okay. But. So my question was. Going, oh, and here's what I was going to say. No veggies. Double mash. Yeah, double mash. And then, you know what I want? It, it doesn't even go with the meal. You know what I want? I want some cornbread. I think that's going to fill me up too much. You're going to eat your cornbread. Yeah, you can't have my mother. can't have my mother. I don't think I'm going cornbread. I'm I, going cornbread. I think it's going to fill me up too much. Cooked by our grandfather. Okay, wow. Cooked by our grandfather. I, I, there, there was. So there's some. So there's some he fantasy lived in, involved he lived in, here. He lived in Connecticut. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Okay. He, he, he lived in Connecticut. Uh, we're gonna say Waterbury. Yeah. Area. I, I don't want to give him geography. <laughs> yeah. He he lived in. Connecticut. He keeps that thing on him. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um. Okay. Here, I'm gonna tell a funny story. All right. First of all, rest in peace. Yeah. To the legend. All right. Our grampy. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, one of my favorite guys. Yeah. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. So uh, when we were living in New York City at the time, Hell's Kitchen, stand up, 
and he lived up in Connecticut. It was probably like two, two and a half hours away. But as a kid, that felt like a journey. Yeah, yeah that felt like the- you're going up there. We'd either be in the back of the work van or we'd be in the back of the Cherokee. Yeah. Early days, early days, the Jeep Cherokee in the back sprawled out. Yeah. And we'd get up there and the cornbread, there was always so much food, so much food, delicious food, a lot more food than we had at our house. And abundance, a cornucopia. And abundance, but also just like delicious stuff. Yeah. And the highlight for me was always the cornbread. Love the cornbread. And he knew I loved that cornbread. Yeah. So listen to this. Some kids get up for Saturday morning cartoons, the whole deal, right? Saturday morning. You know this story. (laughs) Saturday morning, right? It's probably 6 a.m. It's light outside, but it's early. Sun's up. Nobody's, and you know, and, and and this is our Faja's Faja. Yeah. So that side of the family, big family, you know, eight of them total. Yeah. Well, eight kids. Eight kids. Ten of them total. Ten of them total. Eight mm-hmm. kids, two boys, six girls, uh, twin girls as well. Shouts to the twins. Yeah. Um, And everybody was asleep. Except you. Except me. Or so I thought. Yeah. So I said, as a little... As a little young man, as a little, uh, a wee lad, I'm longing a, for cornbread. I'm a little fat man is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I was definitely, are you body shaming me again? <laughs> no, not body shaming I, you. I would like to consider myself. You were husky. I was a, I was a foodie. Uh, you were putting that shoulder on him early. I was definitely putting the shoulder on him early. I was a foodie. I knew the only time I was ever getting cornbread was, was, there. was up in Connecticut. Yeah. The Connecticut cornbread trips. So I go into the kitchen and I say, I know we had cornbread last night. I know there's some in here. Yeah. And I'm going to sniff around. I'm like a, I'm like a bloodhound. Yeah. For the cornbread. I'm going to, I'm going to find out where this is at. It's, it's probably wrapped in that, uh, that seraphane. Yeah. Cellophane. Cellophane. Damn. Mess that one up. Just moist enough. So good. That you can taste it. And I'm looking around, I'm looking around, open the refrigerator. I don't think it's in there. I'm looking in a cupboard. I'm, 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 I don't even know what a cupboard is at this uh, time. Yeah. yeah. A pantry. <laughs> yeah. We never had a pantry. Yeah. What the fuck is a pantry? I'm looking around. All of a sudden, I hear a door. Oh, shit. I'm caught. I'm caught red-handed. What am I going to tell him I'm, uh, I'm in here doing? Yeah. My grandfather, the legend. I turn around. Dick and balls. <laughs> out. Schlong out. Sun's out. Schlong out. That, that's the progression. Sun's out, guns out, sun's out, buns out. Sun's out, dick out. <laughs> Dan Dickow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dan Dickow. Word to Gonzaga. Is that where you went? Yes. So. Uh, but he had a shirt on. But he had a shirt on. Donald Duck. We call it the Donald Duck. He was doing the Donald Duck. Yeah. He, he had a, a, was a white tee. Wrinkly collar. White tee. No hang time on the white tee. Yeah. So it's not covering nothing up. <laughs> yeah. And just the joint just out <laughs> as, as a six-year-old, <gasps> astonished, <laughs> <laughs> astonished, <laughs> even funnier. Oh, he man. didn't give a shit. Yeah. I, listen, <laughs> I think you get to a certain age and you just don't give a shit anymore. He's also from an era where that just doesn't matter. He, he, he didn't, he didn't give a shit. So, uh, the, Moral of the story, that was the punchline. The moral of the story is good grandfather put some pants on, 
came back, got me some cornbread. Yeah. But he didn't scold you for the cornbread. Absolutely not. No, didn't, so, but didn't body shame me like my own brother. No, no, I'm not body shaming you. No. And uh, and the cornbread, I think I even got like two, three pieces of it. Oh, yeah. It, there was never— He was see, never stingy with the food. See, at our house, sometimes rations. Yeah. Up there in Connecticut, the beautiful state. Yeah, the land of— The land of opportunity. Of, of abundance. Abundance. Yeah. That no, thing was on him. That's all. Oh, that thing was on him. Yeah. <laughs> Dick was out. <laughs> Rest in peace to the legend. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. I think we may cap it there. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, end point. Yeah, because you can't really follow that one up. I'm just going to say steak. I'm going steak and potatoes as well. You got to do it. You got to do it because, yeah, what, what are you going to do? You're going to do pancakes and omelet, French toast, I mean, some the, lasagna. No, no, no. I'm not going to go Italian and breakfast. But I'm saying. No, I know. But I'm just saying that it kind of has to be like you got to big dog it. You got to, and now, you know what? Matter of fact, fuck it. I've changed my outfit one more time. I'm going Gramp style. I'm going white tee. Donald Duck. I'm Donald Ducking it. Yeah. Yeah. Dick is out. (laughs) Dick is out. Fuck it. Sack is out. Yeah. I mean, that's how you come into the world. With a shirt on? I'm going to go out the same way. No, but I'm I'm doing the shirt. Met Gala was an homage to Carl. Yeah. This is an homage to Gramps. Okay. Boom. Uh, What are we playing them out with? A little jack man. A little jack man after that story? No. The answer is no. <laughs> okay. Going to play him out with the best of the best. Yep. This turned into a a Gramp episode. Yeah. In, in his honor, in his memory. We got to do it. Oh, I know you're going to play. We got to do it. You know what I'm going to play. It's very sad. Got to do it. It is sad. But you got to do it. One of the best ever. Boom. Grampy, rest in peace. See you on the other side.